whenever you're ready. Oh <laughs> my God. Jessica. I've never been called a fox. <laughs> Dana. That's a classy name for a Harry. I like it classic. Okay. Do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. Sure. Out with the bad and in with the good, motherfuckers. That's right. Jessica. Dana. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well, thank you. Welcome to the Rants and Raves podcast. I am Dana Powell. I'm Jessica Young. And, and we are we here, are to, here rant to rant and rave. And rave. Yay! Uh, Jessica, how are you? I am good. Good. How was your week? Busy, and I can't believe I just said that, because that's a rant that we had once, I feel like, recently. But Dana, we were talking about this a few weeks ago. It was like nothing to the point where I wished I had things to do, to now I've felt more overwhelmed than I've felt since the pandemic started, I think. Right. Yeah, you've been very busy. So when it rains, it pours again. Yes, I'm great. But I'm also stressed and tired and grumpy. And Mm -hmm. I know, um, I can imagine. I know uh, I didn't have any auditions for a while. And then one day last week, I had three all day on the same day. Yes. By myself at home. Yes. How am I going to get this done? How am I going to memorize all No, one yeah. is a lot to handle. <laughs> it's like you're right. I just, what's that that saying? Uh, when when rains come, they come in battalions. Is that the saying? Oh, I well, that's even more intellectual than I've ever known. Yeah, I think it's a Shakespearean quote. I think oh. I could don't don't quote me because I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's one similar to that. <laughs> I'll take it. All right, but yeah. Well, um, you know, just a very weird adjustment. I think probably most people are having their own set of weird adjustments, even sure. so far as to say I saw two of my oldest, dearest friends, and it was amazing, and I love them, but I would be lying if I said it wasn't weird. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I'm weird. definitely, <laughs> I know the CDC has relaxed its has relaxed its uh, saying about masks. You won't see this face without a mask for a while. That's just a personal personal preference. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And, you know, it's been relaxed for a while, and I know people are starting to see their friends. I haven't seen anyone. I mean, besides my normal pause. Yes. Well, totally. But these are people literally, like, out of the group of the first friends I made within a month of moving to LA. And I haven't seen them since Christmas day of 2019. So I saw them right before their family, but I'm telling you, it wasn't because, Oh, they were weird. It was weird being around other people. And that made me sad. I kept trying to snap myself out of it Mm -hmm. and it made me sad and kind of angry. And I was just like, I need to try to reverse that and try to be happy. It just was, it was very weird. It was very foreign. And I think everyone is like an alien coming out of this cocoon. Mm -hmm. I sure am. So you add other things to it and I'm a little bit crazy. Yeah. Even my child, like I've taken him now to a couple of outdoor nurseries and yeah. I can tell he gets nervous. And I did take him to Five Below the other yeah. day to let him pick out some treaties. And yeah. I could tell he was nervous. He held my hand in the store and he does not hold my Aww. hand anywhere. Yeah. So yeah. it's all of us. It's an adjustment for everyone. Right? Yeah. It's very, very bizarre. 
Can you hear me? Well, we're back, and now I have a microphone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's always something, you guys. Always something. That's my I dad's. I thought my ear had gotten better, and I could tell, but I honestly could not tell. Yeah, I could. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry about that. Uh, I'm just, my brains just don't work. I, uh, same. Yeah, it's whatever. I'm just in a weird place right now anyway, so... Well, I'm glad that you're busy again, and I, but I know that it's a hard adjustment. I'm not. I know. <laughs> I know. Now I'm like, here, all I wanted to do was to go back to normal life, and now I'm like, can it just go back to me taking a daily walk and worrying about what to make for dinner? <laughs> and nothing else. I don't need anything else. Well, I think part of the reason I'm a little bit today is I've been doing school. So our, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a nanny and, you know, we rely on her just as much as she relies on us. And, uh, she took a trip to visit her mama, which is lovely. She hadn't seen her mama in over a year. So anyway, that means that I've been on school duty. (laughs) Oh girl, I feel you. And I don't even have kids. I'm just talking about trying to help someone else's child with homework before the pandemic. I know it's, you know, it's a lot and it's a lot for him. And I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'll sneak you some pretzels under the table while we're zooming. Like, I'm just probably not the best. <laughs> we're both sneak eating pretzels. Oh, my God. Is it the same teacher all day? Or is there yeah. like Mrs. Well, So-and-so pops in for art for a half an yes, hour? Today was not art. Uh, I think art is the first half of the year. So this week, okay. this year, half of the year, they do, um, I think it's dancing we're doing right now. Uh, which he does not like me to dance or watch him dance. So there was a lot of back turning. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Yeah, but it's exhausting. Uh, Yeah. So. Yeah. Hopefully the fall will be different. Well, we'll see. I think this is going to be up to the parents and just not sure how I feel yet about what other variants can be out there and when the water when the water when the air cools off i don't know we'll see it's too much to think about for monday okay (laughs) (laughs) all right well uh let's get into some rants here sounds good you're up first okay so you guys this is something i feel like has brushed across our desk at least once before in some variation but this happened to me again recently and man it was just too much especially for an indoor setting (laughs) that would be the the problem with wearing too much perfume or cologne you may like the scent of that new fragrance but that doesn't mean everyone else around you does Mm -hmm. according to a survey conducted by stratus building solutions by the way that doesn't sound reliable or like a good source, in my humble opinion. I don't know who they are. Not either. 51% of individuals polled said they'd found themselves all factorally offended. There's a <laughs> tongue twister for you. Mm-hmm. By a co-worker's fragrance, making it the most annoying or distracting behavior among those polled. However, not all bad behaviors are entirely your fault. Um, really kind of, I'm going to have to disagree again. Yeah, they kind of are. And when it comes to heavy fragrance. That one's your fault. (laughs) 
for sure. I feel like if you have a sneeze attack or a seizure or a stroke or a heart attack, I don't think any of those things. <laughs> I also don't think any of those are bad habits. Oh, you're right. <laughs> you're like, well, maybe we'll make an exception for a seizure or a stroke. <laughs> 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 bad I'm <habit>. crying. <laughs> The only thing I will give you is that, yes, my uh, daily sneeze attacks, that's a bad habit that I just can't seem to break. Or you know what else is a bad habit to piggy on that is like when you have like I I keep having to apologize to my son because my allergies have been bad. But also it is beautiful here. It's sunny, but it was cloudy yesterday. Anyway, it's been in the 70s, a little cool, but Mm -hmm. really nice. But it is snowing at my house. Do you know why? Because of the fires. Yes. There's been ash falling from the sky for two, three days now. Yep. Two days? I don't know. It's crazy. No, days. I think you're I think it's three days. But like all my planties are covered in ash. Oh, I had to no. I had to take this little brush out and dust them all off, which I'll have to do again tomorrow. And mm. then also it's just a huge fire. I'm concerned about the wildlife and homes yes. and all I do, is it out yet? No. I was I watching on the morning news. It was still going. Yeah. And there's one in the Palisades, which I think is directly affecting That's you. And then there's me. one yes. a little further north and a little more inland, but Topanga Canyon, that's also blowing right Not your way. far from me. Correct. Yeah. It's all coming here. I, I actually did notice. I thought that was weird. I'm glad you said that because yeah. I've kind of been off of social media and news the last couple of days a little bit but um besides knowing that that was going on dan tipton googled it but i didn't know about did i know about the topanga maybe i only knew about palisades but there was ash coming from both directions even when yeah. the wind wasn't blowing so i was like what is happening we're having a yep. ash blizzard it's a little early uh, in the year to be on fire yes exactly also not so fun to be breathing that in when you're outside Yes. So my point being, getting back to our rant, I've been sneezing nonstop and I keep apologizing to Henry because it's gross. (laughs) (laughs) The one thing I will suggest, I'm going to uh, turn into my mother for a brief moment. When the fire is out, make sure you change your air filter. Oh, yeah. Good idea. But my mom's right. She always, when she hears about a big fire here, immediately I get a text. Have you changed your air filter? Yeah. And then she'll be like, make sure to do it. My mom, of course, would be like, change it now. And then again, I'm like, no, I'm just going to let it ride out. And then when it's over. But that is something that we sometimes forget about. Yeah, sadly, you are definitely close enough for it to probably affect that. Yeah, yeah. Really quick to wrap up my rant. This happened. I was in a hotel for three nights last week. I was traveling, acting for the police again, my favorite pastime, it seems. And the lovely, sweet, I don't know what you call someone these days. He wasn't the concierge. Maybe he was. They just don't have a desk for them anymore. I don't know. Do you use the word bellhop for like the guy who takes? No. Oh, for the guy who takes your luggage up? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I really feel like an idiot, but I'm like, is that uh, a weird, creepy word now? I'm not trying to be stupid. No, I think it's fine. I I find myself doing that a lot now, and I think that's a good thing. It's not gender specific. Okay. Yeah. That sweet man who just seemed to be in the elevator half the times I was, was wearing something not of this, not of this planet. I don't know what he was wearing. I did not care for it. It was a very, very, very heavy, spicy 
cologne. And then twice, two different guys were coming in with all their luggage checking in. And I literally mask on in the elevator, put my mouth to my chest and coughed because I was tasting it. Ew, no, I can't handle that. I can't. It was like... Here's, the thing about perfumes is it is very, what's the word, subjective? Yes. Yeah, like... Something that smells amazing to me, you might think stinks uncontrollably. So that's why when you put on, I don't like to wear perfume a lot anyway for that reason. Because yeah. in LA, people are pretty outspoken about it, especially totally. as an actor. They're like, okay. don't you dare wear lotion, body spray, smell anything. You better only have your clean body smell when you go exactly. into an office. So, but I like to do, in the summer, I like to do a scented lotion because the air, you know, so dry out yes. here. And I'm a redheaded. As it is so we've got like dander fishes all over and <laughs> it's like why do why is there dandruff on my arm oh no that's dry skin okay cool uh, but you even have to be careful with that because yes. i remember my friend my good friend sarah baker she hates smells and she oh, is like any smell any like um strong um, smells yes but what am i decorative smells that's not the word <laughs> That's such a great description, though. I will totally accept that answer. Okay, good. Decorative <laughs> smells. I love it. Anything so like, found in a candle at Marshall's. Yes. She doesn't like candles. Mm -hmm. She doesn't like plug-ins. She doesn't like perfumes. You'd have on lotion. We'd be in the Sunday company in the back room. All the girls mm -hmm. shared a dressing room. And she'd be like, oh, I'm getting a headache. Does someone have lotion on? You'd be like, oh, God. <laughs> like, <laughs> but my mom also had the nose of a bloodhound mm -hmm. we couldn't get away with anything like she never drank liquor she didn't know what it smelled like but she sure could assume like <sighs> she'd be like do i smell liquor i smell liquor i mean she would smell anything you know Hilarious. i had a bad habit of uh, uh some young young smoking it may, mm -hmm. it may pop up from time to time <laughs> um, when i was young not with her Boy, she'd smell it a mile away. You yeah. didn't get out hairspray and extra that fluorescent green bubble gum and your hair, or she'd smell it. Yep. So <laughs> did I she confront you if she smelled the cigarettes? Uh, well, listen, that's a story for another time. <laughs> <laughs> they confronted me by going in my house and pulling out every ashtray they could find and lining them up across my living room floor to the TV with a note that said, "Please call your mom and dad." <laughs> Oh. <laughs> I was in my 20s. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Also some beer bottles that weren't mine. They were a boy's. But what am I going to say? Oh, I fooled around with that boy? Or, oh, that's my beer. I'll take the beer. <laughs> well, I hope neither of us ever run for office because I'm about to really incriminate myself. So I came home one weekend from college and my mom smoked cigarettes and I smoked at the time. Uh -huh. So I got really brazen. I'm like, well, she smokes. She ain't going to know if I smoke in here, right? Well, uh, marijuana is different from cigarettes. And my uh -huh. mom really can't smell anything. Uh -huh. Well, she could smell marijuana. Uh -huh. um, and she would always be like, did Dewey wear that damn patchouli over here again? <laughs> And I'd be like, yep, Dewey's wearing that patchouli. You know, he's all natural, mom. I totally thinking like, the, I can't stand the smell of patchouli. Is that what oh, you I put on it. to cover the smoke? It, no, that's what the people put on, like that are 
hippies or listen to yeah. fish, one of the two, you know, instead of deodorant yeah. or to mask your body odor or to enhance yeah. it in many cases. <laughs> um, but no, my mom could smell that. Well, I would always be like, what are you talking? And so again, she thought it was patchouli and I'd be like, Whew, right? <laughs> well, one time when I knew my mom was like out of state, like I think she was in New York or somewhere in New England. And I was like, I'm going to drive home this weekend, have a little party, right? Mm -hmm. um, so I drove home to have a party and we smoked and we left an ashtray out on the back porch. Mm -hmm. Well, we also left some ends of joints. Okay. Well, my mom noticed it because I wasn't smart enough to dump the ashtray. Mm -hmm. And my mom picked the roaches out of the ashtray, put them in several Ziploc bags mm -hmm. yeah. and then no note, no nothing mm -hmm. FedExed it to me at college. That's kind of badass. I, <laughs> by the way, that would never fly these days. I remember that was a smart move on her part because my stomach was now in my throat. Yeah. I don't know how long it took me to pick up the phone and call her because I was pet. Petrified. I was back in another I state about the note. And I was petrified. Right? It's like the yeah. worst. Yeah, it's awful. Ay, ay, ay. But what I want to say, though, like some smells are strong and unpleasant like that. But sometimes yes. smells that are even pleasant, if they're too strong, it's still too much. Right? Totally. So like I was at a restaurant one time, obviously pre-pandemic, mm -hmm. where a woman walked in wearing a perfume that I owned, that I enjoy. And she must have bathed herself in a galvanized tub big enough to <laughs> feed and water the cows. Oh because my God. as soon as she walked in, it hit my eyes and they started watering. Mm -hmm. And I was like, <laughs> like sniffing, like it was a olfactorily yes. offensive for Ooh. sure. <laughs> and <laughs> That was a scent that I enjoyed, but it was too much. Like what yeah. when you get there's okay, you'll know the difference. There's there's a body mist, there's yes. a cologne, there's a parfum. Yes. Right? So what's the differences? One's lighter and one's heavier. There's yeah, the heavier is the perfume, the perf eau de perfume. toilette. Toilette. Which is like what I would always buy. A it was yes. a lot cheaper and a lot bigger. Yeah. Because it's way watered down with yes, alcohol. Yes, but that's what you should do. A hundred percent. Like even just you mimicking how you would put on that Eau de Toilette. Eau de Toilette. How many squirts did you just do? A lot because I'm, Too much. I'm pretending like I still smoke and I'm taking my aqua scented home fragrance that I used to try to bathe myself with so that Alan wouldn't smell it on me. Aqua scented? What does that mean? Water? Like water, just fresh. Water doesn't smell. Because I'm sorry. when I wore, it doesn't. You You're right. You paid too much for that, whatever it was. <laughs> I also love orange blossom, like love mm, it. Yes, me too. And anytime I would wear it, he would start making gagging noises. And he said, it smells like mildew. And it reminds me of my aunt's basement. Oh, that's, that's <laughs> not nice to hear about his aunt or you. <laughs> <laughs> But you're right. Perfume. That's why that is so it, it's funny so concentrated. Though. You're supposed to do a literally a, yes. not even a dollop, a dab behind the ears. Dab. That's it. A dab. Yes. 
Yes, but here's this is funny to me though. They they say whoever they are, I don't know. <laughs> they say Le Council men... de Perfumerie. I just made yes, that up, yes. by the way. Yes, I like it. Council de Perfumerie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they men they say men generally enjoy a citrus smell more than a flower smell, and women are more attracted to like a blossom smell, mm-hmm. like a a flower smell than a fruit. Mm-hmm smell but men are more attracted to fruit interesting well i always thought i was being safe with citrus i'm serious i'm like orange blossom which i am such a moron i don't know what i thought that was i think i thought it was a mix of orange and some type of floral blossom well you know two months ago maybe as i'd walk through the neighborhood i'm like oranges god i thought i hated jasmine but this smells great and no, Alan was, was with me blossoms. one time. Yeah, he's like, there's a, there's no jasmine. What are you talking about? I went up to an orange tree that was in full bloom, and I've yeah. never paid attention to that. Yeah. Intoxicating. I know. I wish I could you, have taken shears and cut some of it. There's a neighbor catty corner behind me that has a giant orange tree, <sighs> and it was in full blossom last week, a week, mm-hmm. two weeks ago, and my neighborhood smelled heaven so good oh so lovely yeah and but maybe orange blossom i guess that is different it's not a citrus citrus smell no it's not yeah so i guess that's why he didn't like it right so just rub yourself with oranges i guess <laughs> <laughs> but oh there's gotta God. be there's gotta be you have to follow a rule of mm-hmm. appliance because if it's an if it's a it's a toilet <laughs> That's the lighter one. We can do, let's say we can do three squirts. Yes. But a parfum, a parfum, that's like half a squirt. I'm like having such PTSD right now at how strong there was a specific perfume that my mom wore after she got rid of opium by Yves Saint Laurent. It was like her. I loved that. Oh God. I could taste opium. I can taste it right now (laughs) thinking about it. Never liked it. Uh, she loved it. People would always yeah. be like, Cheryl, you smell amazing. Yeah. But then I don't know when that tide turned, but she took an abrupt departure and she moved on to Tom Ford Black Orchid. Mm-hmm. And then my boss of many, many years also wore Black Orchid. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. I couldn't handle it. I could yeah. not handle it. And it's like, oh, I have to smell this literally every day. <laughs> Well, oddly enough that this came up, you know, uh, I lost my mama last year and I was thinking about her. Unfortunately, her, the first year anniversary of her passing is in uh, two days, three days. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I was thinking about her and I was thinking she had very specific perfume that Mm -hmm. I loved. And I tried to, I tried to, it was an, I believe it was an Estee Lauder, but I just remember because I was real young, Mm -hmm. um, it had a unicorn lid. Like what? the lid was like a horse and a unicorn Ooh. white on the lid of the glass bottle. And I always thought it was so beautiful. And I thought she smelled so good. And she always wore, you know, for church and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I tried to find that perfume because I wanted to yeah. kind of be transported back to that time with my mom when she was so beautiful and so healthy and so vibrant. And Yes. Um, but they don't make it anymore. No. Yeah. So I don't know that I'll ever get that back. And the reason I thought of that is because I was walking through somewhere the other day and someone had on, an older woman had on a perfume that 
I swear to God, one of my teachers in elementary school wore it like instantly, instantly I was back in first grade. Yep. Just that smell. Or like there's a particular perfume that reminds me of a boy I had a crush on in high school that never knew I liked him. Ever was it to this Benetton day. colors? <laughs> no, I don't know what it was. I'm sure it was something cheap because my mom wasn't going to waste money on me. Uh, <laughs> loves baby soft. Perhaps? No, like that is one I could not handle. That gave me instant headache. Stink. <laughs> I know. It stink. really kind of tasted like baby powder in a bottle. <laughs> uh, stink. That and a C one. Colette. Col- col- Colette. Continent. I don't know what uh, it was. Uh, stink. Um. Oh, God. Oh, no. I just thought it was Jean Nate. That's not with a C. Uh, I don't know what it was, but it was stink. Liz Claiborne liked it. Yes. Oh, God. With I the always triangle. Yes, a triangle oh, bottle yes, with a little yes, glass yes. in the center. But we were oh, poor. I didn't yeah. get it. I didn't ever get it. Yeah, that Liz Claiborne perfume. Oh, that was something that we coveted as young. But I feel we'd like go to the mall, girls... we'd spray ourselves. Oh, for with it. sure. <laughs> and girls came to junior high and high school wearing it. And I remember they must have bathed in it. I mean, that's what girls do when they're young, yeah. right? Before we know. But mm-hmm. I didn't bother me. I loved it. I remember I begged, like that was what I wanted for my birthday one year. I was like, I don't want anything. I just want Benetton colors. Hilarious. As though anyone would know what that, but like to me, because I thought Benetton was so cool. I was like, I just want Benetton <laughs> colors. And I bathed myself in it. Oh my God. I now, as an old person, <laughs> what I like to do is um, bathe myself in some kind of lotion or dapple on some kind of étoile. <laughs> yes. And that's it. Before I sleep. Oh, it makes me cozy. Or oh, it's I will also put, like aromatherapy. If yes, you like that I was gonna say. Or I'll put lavender drops on my pillow and go yes, this helps me kind of chill out. That's dreamy. But I like a good smell uh, on myself. I don't want to smell my own stink if there's any there. Okay. Because I'm sorry. Maybe this is not for everyone, but I am a mega drooler. Like the hydration that comes out of my mouth is obscene. Yeah. So I know when I'm sleeping with that mouth hanging open. Well, listen, I'll be honest. I know that I drool because I wake up on a wet pillow. That's why. <laughs> but only around my mouth. Just around my mouth. Yes, me too. So when I wake up in the morning, I'd rather have remnants of whatever I've put on my body to smell nice than to smell my own breath. Is that gross enough for you? Anyway, don't be bathing. I don't care if you're a man, woman, if you have no, if you don't identify with a certain gender, if you are a human and you put a smell good on your body, do not bathe in it. Please don't. Please be discreet. Don't. It'll make people hate you and your stink. Yes. Yeah. I because guess. then also, like you said, scents are tied to memories. Yes. And then there are some things sometimes we're all smelling. I'm like, oh, that reminds me of so-and-so that I worked with 20 years ago. And Or it's, just- it's like, you smell like every man I've ever gotten in an elevator with besides my husband. Okay. Although I will say, I wish my husband would try and smell nice sometimes. I've tried to buy him things and he don't like it. You know what? A lot of stuff for men, and I found this especially even because I'd say like, oh, get him like seriously a beard oil or something for his goatee. I'm being dead serious when Uh I say that. But some of the ones I've gotten for Alan, he'll put them on and he'll like lean over to kiss me. And I'm like, oh, 
And it's a lot of them are made with cedar and I hate the smell of cedar and it's just so overpowering. So now I'm like a lunatic reading. I'm like, is there any cedar oil, even 10 ingredients sound in this? No. Okay. Maybe we're good. When we were kids, I remember he wore, uh, I think it was Abercrombie when we were. Oh yeah. He smelled real manly and clean. Mm -hmm. I like a clean smelling manly man. I used to like eternity for men. Okay. I felt like it smelled like a clean scent instead of a heavy cologne. I don't want a heavy spice. You said spice, and that made my Ugh. stomach my stomach like cramp. obsession. That's what my brother used to wear, and I used to freak out. Remember, I told you he'd get pissed if I stretched out his rugby shirts with my yeah. big boobs. Well, I got pissed when he wore my rugby shirts because he bathed in obsession, and he did bathe in it. Oh, my mom and dad got in a legit fight for many years. <laughs> <laughs> over my dad he liked a specific cologne he still likes it and he mm-hmm. asked for it for christmas and she refused to buy it for him she did so not like us it. girls did because we were like that's what he wants <laughs> it's not like he wakes up in the morning and puts on cologne you know right? it was only for when he was going out or had something to do we were like mom come on <laughs> i will have to say to her defense because it's a smell it's not like, all right, she doesn't love red, but that's his favorite T-shirt or whatever. She's the one who's going to have to smell it more only than anybody. They, only when they go out. But you're right. I If the, if the roles were reversed, I'd be like, I don't want to smell your stink. And if you're going to stink all night, then don't talk to me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Should we move on? Yes. Okay. Don't bathe and smell goods. No, let's not. Um, my rant today is actually from a listener. And I, the rant is about the listener's boyfriend, I believe. Yes. Um, and I, I love our listeners, but I got to tell you, I'm so on board with this listener's boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This rant is celery. That's the title. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I know I'm late, but listening to when Dana rants about tomatoes and asks who in their right mind gets so mad over blank vegetable, dot, 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 my boyfriend over celery, three exclamation points. He loathes, all caps, celery. When we go to a wing place where they bring carrots and celery as a side, he specifically says, no celery. He's pretty quiet, even keeled man, but boy, does he get mad over celery. (laughs) Love you all. Okay. Yes, he should. You know what celery is? Celery is the bile before you vomit. Okay. That it tastes like bile and then it's solidified into a green form grown out of the dirt that people tell you is good for you. It's not. It's just water. Okay. I already have 98% of that in my body. That might not be a correct fact. <laughs> but I don't need no dang oh celery in my nothing. Don't put it in a soup. Oh, it adds a crunch. No, it's pretty soft. It tastes like bitter bile. And it don't need to be in there. Oh, but I like the crunch with some peanut butter on it. Then just get crunchy peanut butter, you douche. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's gross. Disgusting. (laughs) I think God, God made celery as a punishment for when we're bad. Okay. I am crying. I am going to, you're going to freak out. I, I don't think it's inappropriate to post on our page. There's an old ad 
it's like from the 60s -hmm. and it's a man with a toothbrush and it's basically insinuating that celery is like the toothbrush of your colon to like clean out i'm gonna really ruin it with trying to describe it it's an old ad i'm gonna post it you're gonna cry when you see it well you can also it's not just celery you can eat whatever kind of roughage Lettuce, whatever, you know. It's You're not right. Just celery is a toothbrush for your colon. Celery is a toothbrush for the butthole. Get it out of here. <laughs> I don't want it. So also, clearly, you are either maybe not familiar with or don't have friends that are into this. I know a few people who are quite into the medical medium. Are you familiar with this no. person or this book? And he uh, swears by celery juice. This is yet another fad. Just like every year a new thing comes out. Yeah. So celery juice. And then one of Alan's dear friends is like, you got to get on celery juice, it's man. water. I'm like, just eat some healthy vegetables. But also celery is mainly water. You know. But it is real fibrous. I mean, it is good for you. Buy some Metamucil. Eat a salad. I don't care. Don't torture yourself with that yuck. <laughs> it's all stringy. I don't like the, it. Crunch. It can like be very stuff. stringy. I don't like the strings. Don't try and cover it up and trick me and call it ants on a log. With Bologna. Reasons. Yes. In the peanut butter. Uh-uh. <laughs> I ain't fooled. I'm not fooled. Oh, my God. You guys, Listen. when we're all back in person and there's a party to celebrate Dana, I'll bring the ants on a log. No. You better make them out of Nutter Butters, then. <laughs> nutter Butters and chocolate-covered some nuts. That's better be what it is oh or I ain't eating God. it. <laughs> <laughs> Goobers. It wasn't that the nut answer to Raisinets? Goobers? So, yeah. Goobers. Oh, my God. Chocolate and peanuts, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you like celery in an in a nominal no. amount? I'm sorry. Even if it no, it, keep going. <laughs> oh, you had paper to do thin it. in like a chicken or tuna salad. For what? For the crunch. No, I already told you. <laughs> uh, do you crunch. hate Do you hate jicama also? I don't. I wouldn't say I love it. But yeah. I'm not mad at it. It doesn't yeah. taste like the stuff that comes up when you can't puke. Exactly. That, well, it doesn't that's the taste thing. like bile. That's so funny that you think it tastes like bile. But yeah, yes. jicama to me is one of those things where it's like, that's it's a like real nothing kind water. of water. Uh, like you put yeah. it in a salad. I won't know the difference. You put a celery in a salad. Oh, I'll know. My <laughs> mouth, my mouth can fish out a celery or an onion chunk in something like you wouldn't believe. Like a semi-automatic. <laughs> Spitting that out. (laughs) Why did I just have a complete tunnel vision to picturing you winning watermelon seed spitting contests as a kid? Did you guys do that? No, we didn't. But I did one time ask my grandmama (laughs) for a bean burrito from Taco Bell minus onions. She forgot to ask minus onions. And so in my child brain, I was like, I know what'll be fun. I'm not going to tell her I wanted no onions because she was, let's say, a stern grandma. <laughs> <laughs> so I just pulled them out one at a time out of my mouth and then lined them up across her car window. No. Beside me, I drew a line of onions across the car. <laughs> uh, 
she wasn't happy. <laughs> that is hilarious. But I didn't eat those dang onions. Was she no, going to peel them off the window and eat them? Ah, <laughs> uh, it's also one of those things. Like, it's not like onions where it's like a piece or like one ring that you pull out when they're chopped like that. Ugh. Oh, you got to work. Yes. Oh, I, I feel I said, you. <laughs> but those chunks out. Let- oh, my God. <laughs> uh, listener, I like you. I love you, in fact. Thank you for your support. But I got to side with your boyfriend on this one. <laughs> oh, my God. That's great. Jessica, do you like celery? You know what? I loved it. Then I couldn't deal with it. And now I'm back to loving it. Okay. Well, it's kind of that weird. was a yes now or no a... question. I didn't <laughs> need that whole celery story. <laughs> now I'm mad at you. <laughs> now I'm going to really your, make. Your test buds do change over the years. Yeah. I'm going to really make your head spin. Now, also, P.S., I like to cut it really fine and throw it in a salad, not because I want to taste chunks of it in the salad. That way I don't – I'm not aware of it because I cut it so thin, but I'm like, all right, I'm getting the benefits of it. My grandfather, my mom's father, Grandpa Earl, he was a big fan of – do you know Dr. Brown's, like one of the most delicious soda companies ever from New York? Yeah, root beer. Yep. They make yeah. great root beer, great cream soda. amazing black cherry soda nobody can beat them on that well my grandfather drank the celery no not celery it was spelled c-e-l hyphen ray celery soda and it was literally sparkling celery and i gotta tell you i like it no (laughs) you would hate it it's got to be bitter yes does it taste like runny puke uh no (laughs) Does it taste like puke that has been run through a strainer? (laughs) No, but you know what? Now I can't believe this. I sent this to my friend earlier. Um, I have a friend who is equally obsessed with pickles like I am. I do like pickles. Uh, Okay. Well, I wonder if you're going to think this is horrifying or amazing. So uh, this summer, there will be a dill pickle flavored hard seltzer. No, I'm not okay with that. I mean, <laughs> it's not drinkable. It's not a drinkable I food. Know, it's I not know. a drinkable food. Would you drink carbonated fish water? Ugh, now that almost just made me drink. Carbonated catfish. Nope. Cat Ray. Oh God, you had to pick catfish. Even though catfish is probably the least fishy of fish, they're yeah, more muddy. Good. Yeah. Well, if you could take them from a muddy river. Uh, I actually love catfish, but I only want it like back home in the South. I don't. Yeah. I like somebody put right. Crappie can be pretty muddy too. Yes. But don't you admit like catfish that's like breaded in cornmeal and pan fried. Oh God. It's good. Delicious. Even though it's some hush. Oh, yum, 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 yum. Now you're just torturing me. I know. Oh yeah, I love pickles, and I gotta tell you, I'm kind of getting down with the hard seltzer movement. I can't believe I've even uttered those words because I love beer in all its incarnations. But some of these seltzers, they're not too shabby, and they have zero sugar, and they don't have carbs. Yeah, I would not say. I would say the way that I'm into the hard. I'm into um, Tapachico right now, like everyone mm-hmm. else in the world, but only for my plants. <laughs> Wait, 
<laughs> You're putting Topo Chico sparkling water in your plants? Yes, ma'am. That's is it because of the minerals from yes, where it comes from? Mind yeah. blowing. Mm -hmm. You can't do it all the time because the minerals will build up deposits oh. in your soil. But you'll so. take like a bottle and give each plant like yeah. a little. Ooh, <laughs> thank you. Planting with Powell. <laughs> Plants with Powell. What did um, our Meredith, listener? Yeah, Meredith, always says plants always with Powell. Hashtag plants with Powell because I, I make so many plants posts. That's a yeah. plants with Powell tip and I'm it here is. for it's it. It's a good tip. It's a good tip. Just don't do it every watering. You'll build up minerals and deposits in your uh, in your soil. So you want to wow. flush. You want to flush water after you do it. But yeah, I use it. That's amazing. Everybody seems to be loving it. You know, I have like five plants over here for you. Do you know that? Uh, I can't wait to get them because I'm telling you, Alan's like, oh boy. I said, yeah. I said, Dana's really rubbed off on me. Um, and now I'm getting real excited when I see any fenestration. Alan oh, even looked yeah. at me and kind of rolled his eyes. I'm like, yeah. Dana taught me that's when new leaves form. Well, it's when they have holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got a couple of new babies this weekend. I was real excited about whatever. We're not talking about plants. <laughs> Um, let's take a cleansing uh, breath. I'm going to hold one of my plant babies in my arms okay. while I do this cleansing okay. breath. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so that she can get the benefits too. We like okay. to rant out the things that we know are not a big deal. Are we mm -hmm. going to die if we get in an elevator with someone who smells too strong? No. Is it annoying? Yes. Are we going to die if we get celery in our soup? Well, me and boyfriend might, but the rest <laughs> of you won't. <laughs> Me and boyfriend. But we like to rant it out, get all the normal stuff that bugs us out of the way, take a deep cleansing breath, and we're going to fill up with some goodness. Okay. Yes. Let me grab my little planty. Let's take a deep breath in. And She just fed that gorgeous plant her carbon dioxide so it can thrive. That thing is gorgeous. That's the one Thank that you were you. driving with. It's yes, beautiful. That I got from Brandon, the plant guy on Instagram. <sighs> Love. Uh, he doesn't live too far from me. I also was a little starstruck, so I just told him. When I went I up to the balcony it. to pick him, I was like, <laughs> I'm such a huge fan. I'm a little starstruck. Dan I'm was sure like. sure he loved it. I, I hope so. I mean, they're so busy. You know, they don't know who I am. They don't care. But uh, <laughs> I'm sure they were like, thanks for buying a plant, lady. Um, and I was like, I'm sure I'll be back. They're like, great. No, they didn't. They were so, so nice. And then they posted, Henry was in the car making fun of me with my plants. And then they yes. anyway, okay, cleansing breath. Let's get it all out. <laughs> Deep breath in. Oh, wait, we did. <laughs> I was going to let you have a second one. I wasn't even going to stop you. I'm still holding it in. <laughs> this would be a perfect time for Henry because my favorite thing of your pictures whenever you're in the car uh -huh. is always Henry's sweet little face is peeping Peaking. to the side and he's like, what? Oh, yeah. Sometimes he, giggling, sometimes side eyeing. He just thinks I'm crazy. He tells me every day and I just go, oh, probably. I love it. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for our corner? Yes. Okay. okay. You got it. This made me so happy. And you guys, when you see how talented this amazing man is, you're not going to believe it. So this is 88-year-old artist finishes a year of pandemic doodles. Oh, cool. 
So I think maybe also this really struck home with me. Now, I did not do it, even though I did it every, I didn't post every day my rage walks. I wanted to, but like when different really heavy things happen throughout the year, I'm like, maybe I'll take a little pause on my jokey self or sarcastic humor and just not, which I, I, I think that was a good decision. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, this guy literally once a day. And I mean, it's all documented through the art drew a doodle. So this man is much like the round clock faces, gears and planets that often populate his artwork. Robert Seaman has come full circle. Seaman, 88 excuse me, has been drawing since he was a boy and at age 60 left a real estate career to pursue his hobby professionally, but it took the coronavirus pandemic to fully return him to his passion. As a kid, I kept lurching between being a loner and being an extrovert, but in my introvert phase, I would love to go up to my room where I had a drawing table and I'd spend hours up there doing pictures. That's what I'm doing now. Tuesday marked one year since, by the way, I'm saying semen. Maybe it's shaman. It's S-E-A-M-A-N. Oh, brother. Tuesday marked one year since (laughs) shaman started churning out daily doodles from a small one-room apartment at the Maplewood Assisted Living Facility in Westmoreland, New Hampshire. He spends about six hours a day working on his intricate, fanciful illustrations, starting with pencil sketches and finishing with ink colored pencil and watercolor after a long life i'm back doing what i did when i was 11 years old and it's great i love it i'm so lucky that i can do this shaman moved into maplewood just two weeks before the pandemic restrictions cut residents off from the outside world for many months they couldn't leave their rooms it was only last week that they were allowed to interact in hallways and other common areas without masks The first thought I had was just to do some kind of dark stuff that reflected the nature of the confinement that we were experiencing and the difficulties that were created by the pandemic. Then it just started to grow, and I thought it would be interesting to do one a day. He started sending his doodles to his daughter and other friends and family. Hayes then shared them on Facebook as interest grew, began offering the originals and prints for sale on Etsy, with half of the proceeds going to charities, including a COVID-19 relief fund, a homeless shelter, and an organization that helps refugees. Wow. I mean, I loved him just because I thought it was cool that he was interested in his hobby, right? As the days passed, Shaman's art got a bit brighter in both theme and appearance. Some pieces showcase his fascination with science fiction, while others portray whimsical animals or sly humor. Number 131, Portraits of a Shy Family, depicts framed paintings of the backs of heads. Robots carrying purple flags march across the page. Blackbirds burst from a pie. A squiggly lined brain is sandwiched between two burger buns. A much-loved cat, Piper, shows up in all kinds of scenes. Shaman, who has been fully vaccinated since January, says, quote, he'll probably kick the bucket before he runs out of ideas. Anyways, it's so darling. This article is quite long, and it goes into detail about his different drawings. But we will post some of these. He's so talented. First of all, he's awesome. I mean, he kind of looks like Anthony Hopkins, right? Yeah, And he's sitting there with his pencils, pondering. But I'm telling you, he's got his little desk set up like a workstation. And his art is 
fantastic. The dude, the dude, who am I? He's 88. <laughs> the man, the elder that deserves great respect. Yes. Is highly, highly, highly talented. So be on the lookout for some of shaman or semen. We don't know the right pronunciation. I, don't know. I botched it either way. <laughs> And his drawings. I love it. <laughs> By the way, that was a golden oldies corner since I Yay! just realized left that out too. Well, it's fine, Jessica. <laughs> Nobody's perfect. I have a what the what corner. Yep. This is from CBSnews.com. It's written by Sophie Lewis. After what should have been a routine grocery trip on a leisurely Sunday afternoon, a New Mexico man was shocked to return to his car and find some unexpected visitors waiting for him. Thousands of bees in his back seat. Mm -mm. His name has not been released. I don't know why. Why are the bees going to come and find him? <laughs> you promised anonymity. <laughs> He left Albertson's grocery store in Las Cruces and placed his groceries in his vehicle. He had left his windows open while food shopping. It wasn't until he started to drive off that he noticed thousands of bees taking the trip with him. What? How do you load your groceries and not? I Thank you. The Las Cruces Fire Department was soon on the scene blocking off surrounding area to protect nearby shoppers from the bees. Firefighter Jesse Johnson used his experience as a beekeeper, lucky them, okay. which he does in his spare time to safely relocate the swarm. Oh, good. Johnson, who was off duty at the time, arrived at the scene with everything needed to move the bees. A hive kit, lemongrass oil, gloves, and the proper attire. Oh, lemongrass oil. Mm -hmm. He soon relocated them to a more suitable location. Photos of the incident showed Johnson in full gear surrounded by thousands of bees as he placed them in temporary hives. Like, how did they all get? How long was this man shopping? The fire right? department estimated that 15,000 bees were removed from the car and taken to Johnson's property. It took them nearly two hours. No major injuries were reported, but an Albertson security guard was stung. Um... Officials said the fire department does not regularly remove swarms of bees, but made an exception in this case due to the potential hazard in a high traffic area. Can you imagine being no. like, driving and all of a sudden you're like, I don't know how, but I didn't notice the thousands of bees. Even if they said it was 150, it was even if they said 15 bees, I freak out when one bees in my car. No kidding. I almost lost my life over a spider in my car one time. Uh, yeah. Trying to move or make <laughs> yeah, sure you got it and it. then it disappeared. Uh -huh. uh, yeah. 15,000. I really don't understand how that's possible. It's not like they're that tiny and it was like ants hiding and in they're the loud trunk when and now they like, came in. Even when you have just two, it's like I can hear just one. Yeah. And also, by the way, somebody keeps trying to break into my hotmail. Three times a day, I get an email from Hotmail saying someone, here's your single use code. Come Somebody's on. trying to break in whatever. That's your main email. It's not. Oh, it's, it's not. It's my junk email, but I okay. still don't want nobody in there. No, of course not. I guarantee you, I still have emails in there from 1999. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Also, if it's been inactive, I feel like when I kept my AOL forever, I'm like, just in case. And I'd check it literally like a couple of times a year. If that. Yeah. Yeah. It would be a billion spam and or people would get spammed, but it was from that account. I'm like, oh, I haven't really maintained it or. I know. Mm, anyway, be safe from bees, guys. And also don't kill them. 
That's we know. need our beads. We need our beads. So somebody came out. This was years ago, but next door to us, we have a gorgeous tree. One that looks like literally owl's tree from Winnie the Pooh. It has one of those oh. huge like holes oh. that's naturally oh. like occurring. Yes. There was a full beehive there. I'm telling you, it was a living version of Winnie the Pooh, except wow. there wasn't a fat bear pantsless in a t-shirt okay <laughs> it was a beehive and i was like holy shit because again like never noticed it and then one day it was so loud i could hear it when i walked out my front door i'm like that doesn't yeah, sound loud. good or normal and i walked next door and i stayed on the street uh -huh. it was insanity when there's a swarm going Ooh. Get the hell out of the way. Yeah, because you can't get stung so much you die. Yes. You can get too much of the toxin in your blood. Yep. So yeah, right. I don't remember who I called, but I literally looked up different places so that it wasn't just uh, an exterminator coming to destroy them. It's like they do have people and they have organizations and groups now that bees are more important than ever with their rapid decline come and try to relocate the entire hive leave it to the experts definitely it's crazy Ooh, scary also please try to pay a little more attention because like dana said i'm finding it real hard to believe that you missed fifteen thousand bees because we're don't aware understand. of one it's like you could have had a criminal in your back seat talking to you and apparently you wouldn't have noticed. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. I shouldn't say, but it just is hard to imagine. I know. I totally agree. <laughs> what the what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Should we move on to our raves for the yes. week? All of our okay. goodness. This is something that had been popping up for a while. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to be the first one to be like, <laughs> correct myself, uh, a corrections corner. I was like, this is so lame. Who wants a necklace made out of a farfalle bow tie pasta or something? Well, yeah, who does? Now I'm eating my hat. Uh-oh. This is delicacies jewelry. Okay. Food is a way of knowing ourselves and relating to others. It's a lens through which we see the world, a principle to organize the chaos, the noise, the suffering, the joys and rituals, and everyday adventures. We can connect with different cultures through food and afterwards realize that we aren't so different after all. That's something that really hit home to me, by the way, and that's why I love watching any cooking show, but why I loved Anthony Bourdain, why I loved watching Andrew Zimmern, who was the host oh, of I Strange. Love him. Don't you yes. love him? He makes me laugh. Yeah. He's hilarious and he has eaten things that in our I'm adventurous in my next lifetime. I wouldn't try some of the things that he's had. But <laughs> I love it and I love watching it. So the woman that started this company, her husband has worked with Andrew Zimmern for years. He's part of his uh, production team. So they got to travel all over, see cultures and foods around the world. For all of us everywhere, the conversations we have over a communal meal bring meaning and order and joy to our lives. Delicacies is a dream that I am excited to have realized. I love the idea of ingredients as pretty wearable tokens that bring us home in an instant, wherever we need to be. Delicacies is about finding your center with food as your guide. It's about honoring and respecting simple ingredients and respecting a bit of ourselves in them. We are food lovers, storytellers, knowledge gatherers on a long journey. So just to give you an example, 
the site has a whole range of stuff. Now, also, this is not like cheap jewelry or like no. kitty stuff. Mm-hmm. This is all gold plated and or they even have stuff with little tiny pave diamonds. But for oh, instance, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. The elbow macaroni necklace stood out to me. A yes, I'm a macaroni and cheese freak since I was mm-hmm. a kid. It's one of my favorite foods ever. I also loved the way it was strung because it reminds me of like an upside down rainbow oh. or smiley face or a right side up smiley face. What's wrong with me? It's so cute. Um, but here's the one I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. It also is called the elbow, but it's the swirly one. Oh, yeah, that's really cool. That one looks like all the jewelry my mom had in the 70s. Yes. Isn't it cute? I love it. So, you guys, if you go on this site, and you know the links to everything are always in our show notes. If you can't hear what we're saying or figure out how things are spelled, I totally get it. Always look in our show notes. Uh, Each design uh, has its mythology. Like it says, elbow macaroni promotes passion, comfort, and happiness. It has a little lore about where it comes from. Anyways, each piece goes to a different, uh, has a different cause that part of the proceeds go to. So for instance, for every elbow macaroni necklace sold, the purchase provides 40 meals to help feed the hungry. Wow. So that's why I really changed my tune. I started looking at it. I'm like, oh, you know what? Some of this stuff is actually cute. It is. And I, I was ready to be like, Jessica. I know. Come on. But I'm telling you, I'm looking at it there. <laughs> I know. Real real and cute. it goes to a great thing. And we'll talk about these another time because there's too much goodness here. But they also partner with two different groups. One is called Loaves and Fishes based in St. Paul, Minnesota. And Food is Love. That is an organization out of El Renancer del Mayab. Oh, God, what's wrong with me? That's in Merida, Mexico. She was also very moved by the community there on her travels with her husband. So I love that every one of the purchases goes to a different cause. If you look through all, and they have a million things to choose from, everything is going to provide multiple meals to people in need, in addition to the donations and the things that they raise for their partners in charity. So great organization. On each one too, they also, they also list like the mythology of the elbow macaroni until you know, what it kind of represents. It says it promotes passion, comfort, and happiness and how it's related to the simplicity of a child's love when they make you, mm-hmm. you know, macaroni. Anyway, it's really, really lovely. Yes. Yay. Check out delicaciesjewelry.com. It's really, really pretty. Yeah. I, I am very impressed, even though when you first said it, I scrunched Telling up my you. face. I did too. I was <laughs> like, oh boy. <laughs> So my rave for this week is a pretty simple one, but it's so important. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I ha- I do have to say my my brain is is mashed potatoes. I don't know what day it is most of the time. I don't know what month it is. I think it's May. Mm-hmm. It's May. I definitely don't know what the awareness is for this month. Are you? Right. Do you know? I, I don't. But it doesn't matter. This is something that needs to be talked about all the time. All the time. This is something we need to have access, all of us need to have access to for ourselves or for someone else at all times. So this week, my rave is the Crisis Text Line. You can find them at www.crisistextline.org. 
It says, when people need to talk to a crisis counselor ASAP, Crisis Text Line offers a free 24-7 support. Mm -hmm. That's free, you guys, 24-7. Anyone can text 741-741, and we'll put that in our notes as well, from anywhere in the U.S. to be connected to a trained crisis counselor, which is an especially helpful resource for people struggling with anxiety, depression, uh, anything during COVID-19 pandemic. Well, that's all of us guys. Mm-hmm. How does it work? When someone is in crisis, they can text home to 741-741 to connect with a counselor who will help them move from a hot moment to a cool calm. Who are crisis counselors? They are trained volunteers who, with the support of full-time crisis text line staff, use active listening collaborative problem solving and safety planning to help texters in their moment of crisis. So this is for anyone, anytime. We're going to put all the information in our notes and guys don't ever be ashamed to ask for help. And, and I will say too, like I do, I come from the Midwest. I know how hard it is. We were taught, you take care of your own problems. You don't Mm -hmm. tell the, you don't air your dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. You put on your makeup. And you walk out and do what you got to do. Okay. There is something to that. I definitely agree. But there's also something to figuring out what's going on because it will keep coming back at you. It will keep Mm -hmm. manifesting. Mm -hmm. And if you are too nervous to talk to someone, you know, this is a perfect, this is a perfect, there's anonymity. This person doesn't know you. They're trained. Like nobody's going to know that you need help if you get it from here. I always encourage people to reach out to those who love you for help anyway. But if you don't feel like you have that option, this is an option for you. Crisistextline.org. 100%. You're not alone, you guys. None of us are, even though sometimes it feels like it. For sure. You know, I have wonderful people around me. I still have a therapist. Yes. You know, I have a, I have a rough, this is a rough week for me. I'll, I'll yes, be honest. Absolutely. Um, also, sometimes, I mean, first of all, I've said this a million times and I know you'll agree. Everyone can benefit from therapy. Okay. I don't yes. care. And a lot of times, again, people don't realize the seemingly happiest, most well-adjusted people, you know, it's because they go to therapy. And I have friends that have been with the same therapist for years. One of my friends 15 years later, took our therapist from New York. He still has a phone session with her once a week. Yeah. And he lives out here. He's like, she's the best. I, we have a weekly appointment. Yeah. I think when you connect with somebody, that's really lovely. And nowadays, you know, there's ways to do it online. There's, you know, I got so scared for the pandemic. I was like, oh my God, how am I going to get through? Of course, we didn't know what was coming. Mm -hmm. Um, But with the technology that we have nowadays, yes. we're so lucky. And this is a perfect example of that. You can text them, you can chat with them, you can do whatever, and nobody has to know. I exactly. Want, I want you to get over that feeling of shame that sometimes we need help. I, I really encourage that for anyone, but mm-hmm. I feel that sometimes too. Totally. We all do. And it's if it's, yes. And if it's something you can't get past, you can still reach out. Yep. You can still get help. Nobody has to know. Yep. If that's the way you want to do it, nobody has to know. For sure. So, um, and it's an unbiased person. That's the thing. Like, I say from my own experience, too, remembering how ashamed I was to bring up certain things to a therapist because I'm like, oh, they're going to either A, think I'm crazy or B, call the police with some of the stuff I'm about to say. Right. And 
Uh, maybe they think the first, maybe not. Who cares? And no, I was never arrested and I, I was not a threat to myself or others. But there's nothing that a therapist hasn't heard. And when I finally reached that moment, I don't remember what got me to finally believe that. I don't know if a therapist, I think, maybe told me that. They said, there's nothing you can say that's going to shock me or that right. I haven't heard before. Totally. And it's so true. And if you can take that off your shoulders and like Dana said, go to... Uh, this is anonymous, but also just talking to a therapist is anonymous because it's just you and them. Yeah. No one has to know what you discuss there. No. Mm -mm. But it may help you discuss things in your life with other people like your spouse, right. like your children, like your friends, like your boss, like your coworkers, like any human interaction on the planet. Totally. And here's the thing. Nobody's going to be able to tell you what the right answer is for you, but you right. and a therapist or someone on one of these, you know, a trained professional mm -hmm. on one of these crisis hotlines, they yes. are trained to know how to help you. They're not mm -hmm. going to tell you what to do. They can't fix your problems. They can't get involved in your life and make everything work for you. But what they can do is help calm you, give yes. you peace and guide, like talk with you yes. to help guide what the answer could be for you. Mm -hmm. And that's so valuable because when you're in it, you yeah. can't see any answers. At least 100%. I can't. I can't either. Yeah. These people will help you find your own way to the answers, to feeling yeah. better, to getting through something, to overcoming something, whatever. Anyway, I'm just rambling now, but I just think that things like this are so important and I want everybody yes. to know it's not for crazy people. It's not mm -hmm. for I'm, it can be for this is the last straw for me. Mm -hmm. I can't take this anymore. Or it can be, I'm just struggling and I need some guidance. Yeah, You know, it's a whole, that runs a whole gambit of, yep. of issues and need and whatever. So don't ever be ashamed of asking for help. It's there and you can get it. And if you're afraid of some sort of judgment or whatever. It's also available um, privately. Yep. So find it. Please do. Jessica. Dana. I think that's our show. I think it is. Yay. Would you I'll like to tell, tell everybody how to get a hold of us? I'd love to. So send in those rants about celery and all of Dana's favorite <laughs> food groups. <laughs> Instagram or Facebook at The Rants and Raves Podcast. You can email us directly at www.therantsandravespodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit the contact button on our, I think I just did this in reverse. Wow, I got some foggy brain. <laughs> Gmail, The Rants and Raves Podcast at Gmail or through the contact button on the website, www.therantsandravespodcast.com. And our old favorite, up to maybe about 42 followers now. Whoa! Neither Dana and I are big on the tweets. No. But at raves underscore the, if you must or choose or ever decide to tweet at us. Hey, yeah. we'll tweet sure. back. We'll try yeah. our best. We'll do our best. Thank you all, as always, for the support, the love, and the listening, and all the things in between. We love you, yes. and we always appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, Jessica, I usually like to end the show with things that we're excited about or mm -hmm. watching and a point to ponder. Do you have anything you need to share? 
I need to know if you've started mayor of East no. Town or not. Please. No, but you're like the 75th person that's asked me. Because it's so good. <laughs> I know. That's what I heard. It's really, really, really good. And last night, <laughs> they really kicked it up a notch. Well, I will definitely probably love it. I'm sure yeah. I need to get into it. I just haven't. Um, I am not watching anything right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's the only thing I'm watching, honestly. Yeah, I'm just watching like reruns of South Park and Golden Girls. I'm just in that headspace right now. That sounds actually like it's heaven to me. Kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I actually didn't bring a point to ponder this week. I have one um, for you. Do you? Well, I just want to say real quick, Jessica, I appreciate you. I appreciate all our listeners. Everyone's really supportive. Thursday, May 20th will be the one year anniversary of my mom's passing. And I'm nervous. Um, I have a bit of a plan, but I also have to pick up my child at a certain time and be a mom that night. And yeah. um, my husband will be working. And uh, so anyway, everybody just send me some good vibes on Thursday if you can. I'm a little nervous. Yes. And I think it's probably what's been going on with me for the last couple of weeks that this of is course. coming up. And I shared with my therapist, you know. My sisters shared some things on Mother's Day and I reposted that, but I didn't really make my own post. And I'm having a sense of guilt that enough time has passed that I don't need to be publicly sharing these emotions that people would be like, all right, already. Um, but I don't no. think that's actually the case. At least that's what my therapist said. Absolutely. <laughs> well, she's so, right. Anyway, I just want to make clear, like, I'm not unhappy and I'm not in a scary place. I just feel foggy yep. and, and a little sad from time to time. And it hits me mm -hmm. at different times. So anyway, I would just say, if you can, if you think about me during the week, just send me a happy vibe thought. That would yes. be lovely. Um, and if you have your mama still, whether you get along or not, just send at least send your mama a thoughtful vibe. Um, yeah. Hug your loved ones and just know that, you know, we, we aren't promised a moment. And even though my mama was sick, this, this happened out of the blue. Mm -hmm. And I don't know that there's ever a good way to lose someone you love, but um, no. So that's what I'm going through. And that's what I'm asking from you guys. And I apologize for being such a, wrecked the last two weeks jessica i have no. issues with editing i'm i'm just having a hard time showing up for myself or anyone else right now nope. besides my kid <laughs> uh so. that's all you need to be showing up for and it's totally understandable and again this was a major major life change and it also couldn't have happened at a more unfortunate time because we're all separated from our families and you're out of state from yours. Yes. So and it just made it even harder, a horrible situation that would be, you'd be just as sad, but it was complicated by other factors, which just has made losing people in the past uh, 16 months extra horrific. It's so. been terrible for anyone that lost so many of us have lost loved ones in the last year. And I think we're trying to get back into life and that's kind yeah. of getting lost in the shuffle, but not for those of us who lost, like it comes up, you know? Absolutely. Uh, so in anyway, a year is nothing. This is so fresh. Like a year is nothing. 
Well, if you guys think about it this week, send me a good thought. Maybe do something nice with someone, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, just find a special moment in your week. I think we should all do that every, every week yes. anyway. So anyway, that's what's been going on on my side. That's why I've been extra kookaburra mashed potato brains. Um, and I appreciate all your support and I'm going to get through this and I am going to celebrate her. Yeah. So even though I know it sounds like I'm sad, well, I am, but I am going to use that day to totally. celebrate her and everything that was beautiful about her. Mm-hmm. And so, Anyway, I just want you guys to celebrate someone in your lives this week. Just give them a call, give them a hug, send them a card, mm-hmm. send a note, you know, you know, whatever it is. And um, I just love y'all. It's a and beautiful way to honor someone. Also, I'm, you know, I'm lucky too because uh, all of you in this show has been a major help in getting me through this year. Mm. And I just appreciate it. And I'm going to be okay, and we're going to be okay. And I know my mama's celebrating life up in heaven and loves us all. And it's all great. So anyway, that's all I got. I'm just rambling at this point in okay. So well, I'll point out, too, and I know this for a fact because I've received some of the messages. You've helped a lot of people this year by being so open and vulnerable with what you're going through in many different areas and things. And so I just want to commend you for that because... Again, it's talking about it. It's trying to destigmatize guilt, shame, feeling sad, whatever it is. And be proud of yourself for that. I know that probably sounds corny coming from no, a friend, but not at all. Thank uh, you. I appreciate seriously. it. Seriously. So thank you for being so honest and open with everybody. Yeah. I mean, we're all goes along. we've all gone through it or are going to. So yeah. we might as well support each other. There's, I think there's no, I'm trying to learn there's no shame and sadness. <laughs> never. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Well, we're going to be back next week. Yes, we will. We're going to have some laughs, have some fun, and I'll probably get angry about something like I always do. <laughs> I'm going to leave you with one corny possible laugh. All right. As a, it's a meager point to ponder compared to what dana brings but because you're on that golden girls tip i am alan i heard him talking out loud he found a button of mine like a tiny little button that i got at a store in utah and it says dorothy in the streets blanche in the sheets sheets. i love it may we all live by that theory Yes, Dorothy was so smart and strong, and Blanche knew how to have a good time. Okay. <laughs> and I will also point out Betty White was supposed to be Blanche, and Rue McClanahan was supposed to be Rose. And Isn't I that insane. Can, yes, it is insane. It's so nuts to ever think that that could have possibly I happened. Can't. I don't want to think about it ever happening. <laughs> All right, Jessica, I love you. I love you, too. We'll be back next week. Bye-bye. Indeed. Bye.